dead. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Craft Beer is Dead. I am one of your hosts, Bree, the pint-sized traveler, accompanied by... Chris Face, as always. Luckily, they haven't replaced me yet, so that's fine. Not yet. Not We're yet. looking. So if you have any uh, applications Shut to up. send in... <laughs> Don't listen to that. Well, today is a very, very, very exciting episode because we are finally sitting down with our sponsors, a la carte, who we've been dying to introduce you guys to so we will let them introduce themselves hi <laughs> hello hi <laughs> i'm april and i'm dustin we're the owners of all the cards yeah and not just sponsors they're like really good friends of ours it just was like it was one of those things where when they popped up we were popping up around the same time how, yeah. how long have you guys been open right it was a natural sponsorship yeah <laughs> We're about three and a half years old. Now. Yeah, us too. So like, we they can't get rid of us. We can't get rid of them, and I, it's fantastic. I mean, once you see Hunter dressed up like a leprechaun, I feel like that's just like the natural transition. Yeah. <laughs> We're linked for life. Yes, indeed. Once you like slay a marshmallow demon. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't know, Tactical and them made a uh, beer, but two years in a row, right? You guys have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used my angel baby Hunter, my little cavalier, as the demon leprechaun in one of the. I don't know if he was actually meant to be a demon, but he looked yeah. like... <laughs> I mean, all leprechauns are demons, so ergo. And ergo, it, he got to eat a lot of marshmallows that day, so I thank you. <laughs> he ate just almost as much as I did. <laughs> he was beat almost. out by one person. <laughs> well, uh, we'll have to post that video again, because that was just hysterical. But Yeah, so long time coming. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Of course. Well, I mean, yeah, you guys were already here. We just came and crashed your party, so... <laughs> Obviously, as you can tell by the background, we are on site, all the good stuff. So, apologize for any noise, weirdness, but you know, get over it. You've been you to a bar. You get what you get. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, tell us a little bit about, like, you guys, how you start, even before, like, a la carte. Because I honestly don't even know how you guys met. Yeah, actually, or I don't either. where you're from or who are you, what year is it? Yeah. All that stuff. Um, what year is it? 2022? <laughs> I think so. Um, sure. I'll do my best to make this short and sweet and lovely. <laughs> Cut to 1998. <laughs> um, we actually went to high school together. Oh, no and way. And Dustin is a year older than me, much cooler than me, obviously. I was going to say anything. And uh, I was crushing hard on him pretty much all through high school, but we oh. were always friends and didn't actually get together until years after college when I was living with one of my best friends in Breckenridge, Colorado. And he wow. and a bunch of friends from high school showed up and said, hey, can we crash at your place? And hey, can we get free ski passes? And hey, you know. And uh, the rest is history. We fall in love on the slopes. That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping like, I was hoping he'd come in and be like, that's not how that happened. It was so you could get ski passes while you live there? We got a few ski yeah. passes. I allotted each of them, I think one. I had to, you know, he had to dole those That's out. That's pretty you dope. Friends coming out of the blue suddenly, like, hey, I heard soon you as you got passes. Yeah. So how'd you guys end up on the west side, like over on the uh, Colorado, like North Pacific, all so, that stuff? Uh, so. so yeah, so uh, after we fell in love, we uh, <laughs> uh, she, she actually wanted to go to grad school, and I had actually gone to grad school a few years earlier in Australia, and that was one of her dream spots. 
So we actually packed up all of our stuff and moved to Australia for a year and a half. Oh my god! And uh, that was kind of right at the time when uh, we were kind of falling in, uh, we into the craft, into craft beer. beer. Yeah, we were really wow. getting into craft beer, and so we kind of were. Uh, it's kind of weird to say. Most people are like, you know, I, you know, Blue Moon was my, you know, intro beer, or Miller High Life was, you know, not, not, is that an intro beer? I don't know. But, you know <laughs> yeah, it's an intro to beer. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's like some really unique beers and for us it's like breweries you know, most people haven't heard of like James Squire we would like go get cases of James Squire we'd go um, and she actually worked at a, a brewery um, I I think that I got her the job at the brewery so that I could get off work and go visit her and slam a bunch of beers but she actually worked at the oldest well you, you it's funny I worked at a place called the uh, Lord Nelson Pub and Brewery and in Sydney we lived in, in Sydney there are wow. three breweries that claim to be the oldest in Australia <laughs> for different reasons. One has the longest lasting beer license. Okay. I think one was just open the longest. Got it. And I can't remember exactly. I think ours was the longest lasting active license, meaning wow. it never, for even a year, lost their license. So, you know, everybody got creative with it, but it was fun. It was on Circular Key right by the Opera House and the bridge and everything. Oh, my God. That's where uh, he used to get off work and, yeah, come and drink a bunch of beer. That sounds dope. <laughs> God, yeah, could you it? imagine that view? Could I you can, imagine? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have so, Google images right here. <laughs> you have to uh, be really careful, though, at their at their brewery. Um, the, the, tale, the, the tall tale that they give uh, customers is, is that um, when you were there, you would get so, you know, so plastered. Uh, all these young kids would get plastered. They'd fall off the bar stools or whatever, and they'd drag them through these tunnels. There's all these secret tunnels underneath the bar, and you would end up waking up on a military boat, like working for the the navy. What? Like, yeah. I mean, this is old time stuff. But yeah, these are the stories they'll tell you. I mean, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I the British them. and the Americans did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of underground tunnels under the bars and breweries. Hell of a recruiting office. Yeah, it's right? recruit with beer. Yeah. Oh my God, that's fucking hilarious yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god so how long did you live there again a year and a half is that yeah, what you said yeah we lived in australia for a year and a half traveled pretty much all over there in new zealand actually proposed in new zealand oh wow um i mean then, at this point you guys have been mostly everywhere right haven't you i mean jeez oh, the list no. is so long where we want to go still yeah, no, we, yeah because now you're getting into those countries and stuff that you know like tanzania no haven't you even been to tanzania or no, something no tasmania tasmania right didn't you go twice or something even fucking crazy right oh <laughs> but uh, we were there for about a year and a half, and then we came back and tried to figure out where we wanted to land in America. And we lived in Seattle for huh. about four or five years. We actually moved to Seattle because we thought it was uh, more affordable than like San Diego, let's say. It, it's <laughs> That's not. You yeah. fools! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, San Diego or Seattle? Which one will be more affordable? So that's what we did. And then um, from there, we moved to Bend, Oregon. And kind of fell in love with concepts like this and huh. decided to bring it home to our hometown. Wow. That's awesome. So what brought you to Orlando then? Like, was it just because you guys were from here originally or? Yeah. yeah okay. We both, yeah, we went to high school and grew up right down the street. And so uh, we fell in love with this concept. Uh, we saw some people doing versions of it and we kind of fell in love with just the general concept. And then actually uh, when we came to pitch this concept to the city of Orlando, um, they were kind of like hey we need to see some examples of like what it is that you're doing because nobody's ever done this before you need to kind of show us what you're, what you're talking about and so we had traveled across the country 
um, a few different. We, we actually drove from Oregon um, on our on our spring, spring break. break. Teacher yeah, spring, teachers, we were teachers, <laughs> uh, so we drove down on our spring break and visited probably six or seven uh, different food parks, yeah. and then just kind of you know, put together you know a, a package, if you will. Uh, to the city of Orlando and they kind of gave us like a majority thumbs up um, and they were right it was kind of like a you know, good timing because the city was right in the middle of knowing this was going to be something that they were going to have to start dealing with mm-hmm. and they really kind of I don't know maybe even valued our opinion uh, on they almost like thought we were experts on food truck parks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm almost not an expert. Yeah, almost. <laughs> and so, uh, so they actually ha- um, have been in the process of redesigning their food truck code. Oh, and, cool. Oh, wow. Uh, they use this as one of their primary examples. No Hell shit. Yeah, man. That must feel pretty cool. It feels pretty good, yeah. I mean, you had to go, you had to go <laughs> yeah. through quite a lot of questions and red tape, I'm sure, more than now everyone after you. But. So I'll, the funniest story I'll say with that is uh, the guy, the head the head of their planning department uh, sat down with them. Uh, uh, I don't know if he's listening or not, but he, hopefully he remembers the story. Uh, but he kept saying, if you're open to McDonald's, I know exactly you know what you need. I know the parking. I know, I know how many square feet. I know all this stuff. And I was like, unfortunately, I'm not building McDonald's. Like I'm building something, you know, that you, know, you guys haven't really you don't have it and so um so it, it is kind of fun i mean it's a lot of work but it is yeah. fun to have um something unique and exciting what's still insane to me is like how because i remember hearing about this place opening up before even meeting you guys yep. and then thinking to myself how the hell has no one done this yet because apparently it's it's very popular all over the place but hey we're stuck in florida and we suck so uh <laughs> so it's really cool kind of seeing this this happen and with that being said if you guys want to explain like what it is specifically that sets you apart from say a food hall or like just another bottle shop kind of thing so yeah, yeah um you know i realized depending on the head of ourselves i feel like we should explain exactly what we are to maybe some of your Who listeners you? right? i know <laughs> april is um so a la carte we are a collection of some small businesses really local hyper local and basically um we have a property here with five semi-permanent food trucks I say semi-permanent in that sometimes the food trucks change, but there will always be five food trucks here. Um, surrounded by a courtyard, an open-air pavilion, and inside, Dustin and I run a craft beer bar. And kind of what sets us apart, I hope, is this feeling of community and just comfort. Um, we found ourselves frequenting places kind of like this back in Oregon. and. I mean, at the end of the day, Dustin and I have very different eating and drinking habits and styles. I think most people do, but we still ultimately want to come together with friends and family and want everybody to be comfortable, listen to good music and just kind of have a good vibe and just be able to talk and do what they want to do. And so we work really hard to make sure that everybody's still having fun and there's still good food here no matter what, if the food trucks change and if the beer's styles change, it's always still quality and what people want to be drinking. And we try really hard to make sure everybody's happy when they come. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you can definitely tell. We like being here. Um, actually, today we're doing a bunch of staff evaluations and, and check-ins, and it seems like they're happy working here, and that's we care. We want everybody yeah. who's here to be happy, and so when the customers come in, they're having a good time. And I think so, that's rare that people are doing those evaluations and checking in on their staff. And I mean, every time I'm here, you still see the same faces, you know, after a long time. Yeah, it's very low yeah, turnover. And, it really and is. I'm going to constantly blow smoke up your ass, not because <laughs> not because you give us money or anything. But <laughs> but honestly, too, like even walking in today. It feels good. Yeah, like even like walking in today, 
So you guys are doing a Finback Spotlight tonight. Um, so I want to touch on, on something like that a little bit later on too, but uh, just walking in today, before you guys even opened up technically to the public, everyone that's working today is sitting down with a flight in front of them to talk about the beers, to go over what's going on, to learn about what each individual thing is, as opposed to them just walking by like, by the way, draft one through four is this, this, and this, figure it out if somebody asks. Uh, so like that's, that's super cool to me personally, yeah. but... We do a thing at um, every staff meeting where we try new products or focus products or just something that we want to make sure the staff is aware of or something new and different they're not familiar with. Yeah. And Dustin is a big fan of kind of ranking things. Just more, less about competition, I think, even though he's the most competitive person that I've ever met. Oh, hence all the March Madness <laughs> and there's uh, always a bracket everything system here. <laughs> but um, I think it's more just to kind of give everybody a value to their voice and to show to our staff, just because your favorite might be this style, this person's favorite is this style. And mm -hmm. so today, um, and anytime we would take over, we do this type of ranking just to kind of show each other. It's like a fun little, you know, joke that we have in our staff text thread. This is the best beer on. This is the best beer. This is my favorite. <laughs> and it, what it does is it brings out everybody's um, talking points and highlights their different styles. And it's just really engaging. That's cool. That's very I like cool. That. So that's what we were kind of doing when you guys walked in. Is everybody had the flight in front of us? Yeah. This is the, my favorite because of this. this oh, what a tough day at the Bree's office. Got, Bree's got her flight in front of her. I'm excited to hear her. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Have you tried everything so far? Not everything so far. This is... This is up there uh, right now for I me. Don't know where Chris's is at. I, I have a hidden oh, over by here. Hidden, I ran yeah. out of table space. It's in the, it's in the pillows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm, I'm trying to hide the, the fact that I'm almost done with it, and I'm drinking faster <laughs> than everyone. You guys aren't leaving until I get a one, two, three, four. I'm not competitive. <laughs> I, I well, tell us what, what's in the flight then, because well, like and, you guys like and see why I ate before coming here, knowing yeah. who he is. Yeah, <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, it's. it's, it's partly like i mean it's kind of it sounds like a competitive thing but to be honest with you i want to hear like i'm just one taste i'm one you know i have yeah. my palate uh but i want to hear what everybody else is enjoying and that helps me you know figure out what i'm going to order next if, if people are really digging you know one of one of those beers is a sour ipa if that's everybody's favorite on my staff and that's not my favorite well guess what i'm going to start ordering more sour ipas um and you know just because i think that I trust my palate. Um, ultimately, I do the majority of the ordering, but uh, but I'm also curious what everybody else is liking and enjoying. Uh oh, that's my favorite. Uh oh, Ooh, what was it? Yeah. Oh, that's what's in there. I thought it might have been like Sabro or something, but like I didn't realize I didn't coconut. Think it was coconut. I don't know anything about these beers. Okay, so, so we have four. Just to kind of give a little story that. for the for the listener. This is a beer um, podcast, right? We can talk about beer on here. What right? is beer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have four beers from Finback that we're featuring today. Uh, it's our May Day uh, IPA month. So uh, left or right, we got uh, something Matoeka, just you know, your classic. Uh, six and a half percent hazy IPA. Um, it's the all next, the yeah, all the Matuaka on that, um, and then uh, the one Bree's trying right now. That one is Visible Spectrum. That's going to be a mango hazy IPA. I think that's my second. Six, yeah. six two. So right now I'm picking up Bree's like in uh, some, some fruit in her IPA. Um, Which is funny because I normally actually yeah, never yeah, do. Just, just they're on, not and they're on the menu. Yeah, they're not milkshake. Yeah, yeah that's a big difference. Well, one of them is. Yeah. And then um, and then the next one to the right of it is going to be uh, Finback's yeah, collab. Right? Yeah, Finback's collab with uh, Jay Wakefield out of Miami. So um, did a little tropical vibe on that one. So they made a coconut hazy, uh, six point two percent. And then last but not least, Finback's up out of New York. They collab with a, a local. Uh, brewery up there that we're super big fans of Hudson Valley. Oh. Hudson Valley, I think 
is one of the best producers of sour IPAs. So mm -hmm. uh, this one is uh, Everyday Spirits number uh, version four, and that one has peach, strawberry, vanilla, and milk sugar. Hell yeah, man! They just said all of that off the top of their head. By the way, there's one word on the board, <laughs> and they just said all of that off I, memory. I'm, it's that staff training. <laughs> I, I might be obsessed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, like, just so you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that was like another thing I wanted to touch on too. Is I mean, you guys prioritize travel a lot too, and not not just obviously for your own personal recreational aspect of things, but every time I talk to you, you're talking about some new place you've been to, some new brewery that you've chatted with and all that stuff so you make a lot of like I want to say that you guys do something different in the sense to where a lot of people in your position who are in a buying position just kind of rely on trying to like support certain breweries and throw their CE counts around and only all that kind of stuff only go to the hype kinda. yeah only go yeah. to the hype and stuff like that and we have some of those kind of places around us too but at the end of the day like you guys are going out shaking hands with people just yeah. showing up because you love it and then all of a sudden, a few months down the road, it starts trickling in here, and this is one of the only places you can get it. So it's yep. really like a, a strong testament to just that personal connection, that, that human interaction of things, too. So, like, I super love that. Yeah. Because, like, to me, I, when I, it's, first of all, you guys are on the way home, so it's hard not to come in. Uh, <laughs> so when I stop in here, I know that there's a lot of stuff that I can get here that I can't get everywhere else because of what you guys are doing yeah. specifically. That is so. hand selected. Anytime I talk about this place and I'm trying to explain the concept, I say, but every single, you know, you're going to flip through pages of beer, but every single one of them's hand selected. It's not just, they're going through the catalog yeah. and just going, I want that one. I want that one. I'm blushing. <laughs> Listener, we're blushing right now. Yeah. Was, smoke up was, your ass. Smoke up your ass. <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> um, yeah, so we we love traveling. Uh, it's kind of like in our DNA, if you will. Um, and then we also like to incorporate as many breweries as we can get um, with you know with a seven and a half year old uh, in tow. Um, I mean, he's adorable. He likes he calls them places, and we try to make him have as much fun as he can at those places <laughs> as well. So, uh, uh, but yeah, we we like to um, be out there. We like to you know show face and and introduce ourselves and we are just to be honest with you it just comes down to the passion so we get to actually we're in a really good spot where we get to take our passion for travel and our passion for beer and kind of just meld the two together and just have fun with it but we're we're big time relationship people and we think that that is the long lasting part of what we're doing here um, just to, it, it's crazy because I always say Dustin loves beer. If you guys saw Dustin's Instagram feed, it's just breweries, breweries, breweries. <laughs> but not in, you know, I mean, it's in a truly dorky kind of way because he loves to see their marketing, their styles, their yep. brewing, what they're doing, their atmosphere, learning constantly um, from somebody who's not any brewing anymore. He used to do his fair share of home brewing. It's crazy to see the technicality with which he listens to podcasts and is constantly learning. And his Google Maps is just covered in red. So anytime we're thinking about hearts, hearts, hearts uh, of red, hearts. yeah, he, he, he hearts breweries. Green flags are restaurants. Yeah, he's of he has a whole system <laughs> of, of places to go. So, you know, we're looking at planning a trip to the Northeast again and different places. And there's just the research has already been done because he's doing it every day. Yeah. Wow. And it's truly passion. Yeah. And, and again, blow and smoke. Uh, <laughs> so I think we can all agree, whether it be from, you know, like a retail kind of perspective too, from like a social marketing aspect or even from a production aspect mm -hmm. as well. Um, 
there are a lot of people in this industry, and if anyone listening right now, if you don't agree, you're insane. Uh, <laughs> there's, we all know people who literally like they just stop learning. Like they, yeah. they, they, like the complacency aspect of like they just, all right, I figured out my business model. I'm doing this. We don't yeah. really try anymore because we know what, what works works, and we're like that just shows dedication on your guys's end to where like okay, so you're leaving here after I'm assuming 10 to 16 hours a day yeah. and then throwing on more beer podcasts where most people are just like, I just yeah. want to watch Ozarks and fall asleep. Yeah. So We just started Ozark. We are one episode <laughs> Damn out. Damn it. No way. Dustin decided, <laughs> Dustin decided it's going to be, what do you call it? The summer of Ozark. We're going to no. tackle that series. Get on the dog with that. He we loves love that shit. Would, Who doesn't love Jason Bateman? Right? I, I went to bed at 7.45 last night. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, you were here really early. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But on that same vein, um, I also remember... You know, you guys were the first ones to have all your staff start rolling cans. Like you guys are, because you're out there, you're just picking and choosing. You know, what works, what doesn't work, what you see other people doing. Nah, it doesn't make sense. No, fuck it. Or you're like, oh, that does make sense, and then you implement it with your staff. You know, I just remember the first person. And then what's so hilarious about it all is they're so trained in the muscle memory of it they'll do it to every single beer i see him doing it to loggers and i fucking die it's just so so awesome anything in the cans and they're they're probably doing it at home too you know it's so funny particulate off the bottom of that ginger ale so funny god i love seeing them do that it makes my day They're so good. They haven't figured out that there is a slight slope. I didn't know this to the bar, and if they release it in a certain way, then it'll roll back on its own. No so they know way. magic, and it makes them look like ballers. They Hell yeah. do. They look yeah. like total they're, badasses. They're wizards. Yes. <laughs> they're wizards. The wizardry will blow your mind. To the Muggle mind. Yes. All that is, you won't know what's going on. So awesome. No, they actually like they'll drop it on the bar, they'll roll the can, and then go get the glass, and then by the time they yeah. come back, it's rolled back. It's like. Oh my That's god! That's pretty dope. Yeah. I don't even have that kind of control with our bar, and <laughs> no. I know we got divots. I need to be and utilizing you them. Physically made it. I know, <laughs> which can. is why it has divots. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I know we're gonna have to jump in for some sort of ad at this point, uh, and then I'm gonna grab a beer. I don't know about you guys. Fantastic. When we get back. I would really like to discuss because I was talking about you or about all this beforehand, but I think we have a really cool melding of the minds from different perspectives mm-hmm. of the industry right now. So like just kind of diving into subjects like you and I were talking about one, which we can start off with yeah. and just kind of see where that goes. But when we get back, just dissecting different weird points of the uh, the industry where everyone has like completely altering views. <laughs> nerd shit. Yeah, nerd shit. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's we'll see you soon. This week's episode of Craft Beer is Dead is brought to you by our good friends over at Alicart in Orlando, Florida. They've got a ton of events coming up this month. If you like IPAs, May is your month over at Alicart. Throughout the entire month of May, they're doing their May Day IPA month, basically dropping hop bombs every single week. Saturday, May 14th, they have a Civil Society Tap Takeover. Wednesday, May 18th, they have a 450 North Spotlight. On Saturday, May 21st, Colorado IPA Tap Takeover. Outer Range, Cerebral, Weldworks, and plenty more. Wednesday, May 25th, a ton of IPAs from their friends at Magnanimous. And last but not least, Saturday, May 28th, Calusa Spotlight. Some of the best IPAs you're going to find at a la carte during the month of May. Let alone in June, they'll also be doing their Zebra Coalition Charity Drive on Saturday, June 11th. That is such a great cause locally for the Orlando community and beyond. 
And then Friday through Tuesday, June 17th through the 21st, they are doing their cool and crispy lager showcase. And not just crispies, lagers of all types. So if you're in need of something to cleanse the palate after all those IPAs, you can definitely get that sorted out there. And as always, mention craft beer is dead, and they'll throw 10% off your tab. That's pretty sweet. Once again, that's a la carte in Orlando, Florida. Oh, media. Welcome back, everybody. I didn't bet you didn't know that we were like, recording already. <laughs> <laughs> I always assume we're recording. Oh, yeah. Anytime you're making weird noises, I'm like, record this oh, shit. Oh, I know. <laughs> it was like very, you know, sneakily. Like, one of your headphones went on, the other one went oh, on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, that's, that's what he, all that's that's what he does. stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> I hope, damn it, it didn't. We'll have to start a whole side podcast about Doug being a Cheetos man. Oh, fucking bet. All right, Easy. Cool. <laughs> it's a 12 part series. How will we make it that long? I don't know. Oh, I got time. I got, I got content for days. April wanted to say something, but she can't. She's laughing. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got beers. What we are we drinking beers. first? Because uh, I guess we're turning it into like, uh, let's let's rank them all. No, we're not ranking, but we're like we're trying a whole bunch of so different tasting. Stuff. So just talking about, uh, you know, right before the break, uh, we're talking about traveling and beer. We like. She knows how much I'm passionate about beer. I just turned 40 last week. So I don't know. Uh, you, know. Well, you only look 39. Uh, I know. Uh, and I so know. Uh, her, her gift to me was uh, a trip to uh, Czech Republic. Wow. And, uh, in Germany. And Eastern Germany. Hell yeah. To go to the, the heart of old school beer and really get, you know, get the good stuff, but also like, you know, just learn so much about you know, how they're doing it, how they're the traditional styles. So we're having a Czech style Pilsner right now. Um, from you guys, you guys are talking to these guys, Will and Water. Unfortunately, James crew over there. Yeah, Jay's Jay's doing killer stuff. Yeah. Um, I think they were just traveling, and this is oh, how they nerdy I am. They were just, they were in right? Greece. Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching them go to Greece while I think know, it was his birthday. Oh, we're traveling right? Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Uh, those guys are making killer stuff. Anytime yeah, we get a hold of anything that they got, you know, we're super excited. So, uh, yeah, I've got some fail safe here. A little Czech style Pilsner, nice crispy boy. I love having Podcast. the crispies from them. They yeah. do so much Cheers. fun stuff with those smoothie sours, but damn, is it nice just to have this, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, everybody's wanting to know, like, what's the next you know, beer style, the next yeah. beer trend? And I don't think it's any surprise, but, you know, just. A nice clean beer flavored beer yeah. I and mean, there's and, and that was the thing that i learned the most going over there was these beer styles have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years and they're the same breweries making the same beer and it's just stands the test of time meaning yep you know nobody knows if smoothie sours will last you know another week you know yep. but uh but this beer will last and yep. so that's kind of what gets me excited uh, about drinking this beer anyway no that's a great one man and like so you know when you were over there um any cool random breweries to check out any cool different like processes tips techniques or even just a very specific region because now i have learned to definitely ask your ass where to go (laughs) now two out of two you guys don't know i mean Uh, no it's more fun to ask his ass uh i mean the obvious one and like the one that even if even if you uh, think it's mainstream, it is the far- furthest from it. 
uh, Pilsner Arquel. Uh, yeah. We got off the plane and drove straight there. That's and, so cool. Um, it did not disappoint. Um, people always ask me, what's your favorite beer if you were stuck on a desert island? Yeah. That beer from that brewery in that tap room is unreal. He was happy. Yeah, he, was, yeah, he, was, was, he was in a little bit a of A little tear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was, uh, it was it's pretty spectacular. Um, one experience, too. Uh, like, literally going to the source. How freaking cool is that? You know, another place we went that um, I was super excited to go and really, for me, lived up to the hype was in Bamberg, Germany. And I'm going to butcher all this. Even though I'm taking German and I'm just of still going to butcher it all. Of course um, you are. Duolingo <laughs> German. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty far into it, but I'm super still going to, I'm butchering it. Oh, that's but, awesome. Um, that's where the rock beer style comes from, which is the smoked, you know, kind of what amber smoke brown yeah. beer that people are often on the fence of if they like that smoke and um we got the beers out first as you do and it was a little you know heavy on the what the bacon notes the smoked m- notes that are coming through but it's you're at the source you want to drink it it's good and then they came out with the food and drinking that beer paired with their food with their you know, verse, their brat verse, and um, their sauerkraut they're making in house. It was truly, and I drink beer pretty much for a living and eat food for a living. <laughs> but to have the two together, it was almost transcendent for me. And it was wow. one of the best experiences of the trip for That's me. That's awesome. I'm probably butchering this. You can clean up all the no, 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 pronunciation. No. I, can, for I can tell you're taking Duolingo thing because there is no W the in German. The verse. The verse. The verse. The best of the best. Since <laughs> <laughs> the best. Since the best of times, since the best of times. <laughs> I hate him no, so that sounds much. amazing. Though. It was a very educational trip for us. We had a great time. But then again, from from our perspective, and then if you if you look at all the cartloads, say you go into our Instagram page, it's we focus this business on the food because that's you know what we think drives this business model. Uh, we're passionate about the beer. We just want our customers just to be excited about having. Most of the time, they're like, I've never heard of any of these beers before, and yeah. um, you know, I'm used to drinking, you know, Bud Light or Yingling, or you know, and it's like, okay, if you like Yingling, you'll also like Three Sons Antique Alley. If you like Bud Light, you'll also like this other light lager that we have um, on draft. And so, we're really trying to educate our customers, but also a big aspect of what we want to do, like what, what is part of like kind of our growth model, is to to find beers that pair with those foods that get that you know unique and, and kind of she said she'll like a transcendent experience I was, where they I trans- really yeah they really <laughs> like go so well together that you're like man like how, how is this possible it's yeah. so like it's synergy they're just truly better together yeah so so that's one of the things we've done here um we change our draft lineup pretty much all the time i think you oh, guys yeah. know that in our cans but there are a couple core cans that we always keep on, and we've made pairings with each of the food trucks out there and their I was offerings. Just about to ask that. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. That's and that's so cool. something We're that do a better job of advertising here, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's constantly doing right. my motto for everything. I'll do a better job of advertising that. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We got a lot going on. We just can't, you know. How did you pick the food, or did they kind of approach you? Or in the beginning, I mean, it stayed the same lineup for, I mean, a really long time. Um, sure, I'll speak to that. <laughs> All right. Um, that's the fun part, right? I mean, we get to drink beer and eat food for a living. Right. It's there's so many things that go into it, um, but it's truly, I feel like a co-op type of scenario here. We work with these guys day in and day out. Yeah. We want to do events. We do themed events. You're asking other business owners to change whatever they had in mind to do yeah. what it is you have in mind and vice versa. So I have, I have a pokey truck, but uh, we're doing Oktoberfest. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so, we'll figure it out. Can you, know, German fish? Can you out? make a German dish? A fish schnitzel, if you will? Wait, you're saying you don't have verse on yeah. the menu? <laughs> you don't have salmon verse? Who doesn't have salmon verse? Salmon verse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the most part, there has been some change. We have five, but two have been with us since the day we opened. Yep. And, you know, for some other businesses and vendors, it just makes sense to stay here and grow with us. And for other ones, they have gone on to brick and mortars and other locations around town. And we just try to find people that we like to work with and whose food we think is quality and who we think is going to deliver on a consistent basis because we try to deliver on a consistent basis. Yeah. No, try. We for sure. Because, like, even we do, like, the pop-ups and stuff like that. And, <sighs> oh, man, let me tell you, if you're out there and you're managing pop-ups, aye, aye, aye. Because, like, it's what, 30% nightmare. of them don't show up or, like, yeah. don't want to, Yeah, so it just cancel like, last minute and they're just the hardest working people in easy. the room it's that not day, easy. you know? Yeah. To be honest with you, that has given... Food, you know, food trucks or pop-up vendors like kind of a bad name. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, our biggest thing is really consistency. I mean, yeah. we're here seven days a week, lunch and dinner, and um, you know, there's not a lot of vendors that are up for that challenge. But yeah. I mean, it is a challenge. So, um, yeah, we just try to be as supportive as we can. We all work together. Um, that's one of our kind of our criteria. Is like not only does the food have to be good, the presentation has to be good. You have, you also have to be nice people. Meaning, yeah. you have yeah. to get along not only with us, but you got to get along with your, you know, your coworkers and um, other trucks in the yard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More beers. Is it time? Yeah. More beers. Oh no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, you can tell I, who we were at a high school party, right? <laughs> you know what's really funny is like that reminds me of so I gifted a keg of Andy Gator from uh, Avita oh. to my my brother for his wedding. God, we loved that beer back in the day. I it was so good. It, it still is. I mean, so it good. is. Yeah, I just, you just was, don't really see it that often no, anymore. It was one of those beers that fun, yeah. got us. Yeah, and it was uh, so he loved it, so I got it for him. And then no one at the wedding liked it. Oh. So I went to a party afterwards, ah. and everyone was like, this party sucks. I was like, you guys want to do keg stands with some weird stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and then the party keg was hot. stands with some weird stuff. Yeah, it was great. That's <laughs> fucking awesome, yeah. honestly. I wish that people did that in college. That would have been <laughs> way better stories. It was just like natty light and feeling real bad the next day. Yeah, we got fancy and did Amberbach once and I've never had an Amberbach since. No. <laughs> you ever done a keg, a keg stand in Amberbach? No, so not on purpose. No, no, no. I've fallen into one, but... <laughs> <laughs> the PSI on the way out is insane. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Equal energy both ways, something physics, you get it. PSI on the way out. <laughs> I'm not, um, I'm not the vomit side, but you know. No, that's like <laughs> Thank the you for clarifying. best nerdy ass, but I still party oh joke I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, Thanks so what are we for clarifying for the listener yeah. there, what you're talking fucking about. fucking funny. You know, welcome the vomit. listener. <laughs> oh, right, my God. Right, what do we got, that? buddy? Okay, so um, we're... Let, let me preface this with, while I was taking Duolingo German, Dustin... <laughs> My sweet love over here was taking Duolingo Czech. He's gonna have to. This an looks like coding difficult language, language to learn for were us. Were you with really? No background. You, really? Duolingo Czech is probably the hardest no one. Shit. I mean, if you just want to. I'm sure there's a lot of really. I mean, you competitive or something. It's really, really. No, hard. not yeah. Dustin. It's like probably the hardest one. No, <laughs> it's really hard. It's like Napoleon Dynamite over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much like the hardest language. You should ever see learned. me play Beat Saber. It's pretty <laughs> good. I could throw this can over the there mountains. <laughs> So this one uh, is, um, 
sorry, we went to Czech Republic and we actually ran into um, a, a head brewer from Denver who's the only one in the country that makes uh, Czech style beers. Okay. Exclusively. Yeah. Ex- sorry, exclusively. Wow. Uh, it's called Cohesion. It's out of Denver. Uh, if you get the chance, uh, gotta gotta hit them up. Eric's awesome. Uh, we we invited him out for beers and he hung out with us for a while. And he he told us how hard Czech is to learn. Um, he he said that he's been studying it for a year and a half and he can. He's get, a private tutor. Yeah, he's a private. Oh tutor. my god! Yeah. And <laughs> that was in stereo. It's, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it's a challenge. But uh, anyway, shout out to Eric. Oh, they're, they're doing wild. killer stuff. Um, but the what other, makes it hard? Is it the pronunciation? Conjur- conjur- he was personally going like, to be able to say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So yeah. So he was saying that like every. I mean, have you guys taken like basic Spanish? Like a you know, and so how you like communicate a verb. And so you basically, if you take a verb or a word, you can conjugate it like male or female yeah. or. Basically, he said every single word has forty-two versions of a conjugation, and like, did they just stop making words? Or like, like, holy! Why would they do that to themselves? Per word, yeah. It's like so. Anyway, so uh, we're constantly training our staff, and I think I'm botching it anyway. But uh, Green Bench uh, and Second Shift got together, and they did a collab. um, And the Green Bench has their own um, charity charity called uh, Beer Culture. Yeah, Uh, and Mm -hmm. um, so they've actually. Did a collab with basically the three of them. So Green Bench's charity, Green Bench, and Second Shift, and they made a amber check lager. Um, and then uh, this one is called Polotomavi Lejac. And then you'll see a 12 degree, which in Czech, uh, Chris probably is a little bit more familiar with this, but uh, everything, uh, every beer brand in Czech has a number associated with it, and that's it's Plato okay. for its initial, you know. Um, Oh my it's god! Initial gravity or like potential sugar, uh, so. So it's not ABV. A lot of people say that number is just it's twelve percent. That gives like a reference point wow. to like yeah, exactly. what strength or like style you're I mean, getting. You'll into. see like a Russian Imperial Stout. We'll say like such and such thirty-six degree. That's um, nuts. Man. I just learned like three things from you in like fifteen seconds. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew about culture. Had no idea that that was their charity whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great, yeah, it's a great charity. I learned that Dustin's really good at making up check words. So, <laughs> I, I mean, Google Translate has said this like seventeen times making before you guys came. Um, was practicing all confident. morning. That is so funny. Pretty and damn hey Google, how do you say? Do you, have you heard a second shift? Am I no, just I a dum dum? Okay, that makes well, me feel a little better. I have no idea who that is. And it actually means uh, like all, all these. Mean certain things, and I'm, I'm not, no. I don't want to speak to it because I'll mess it all up. Second shift. Oh, sorry, second shift. But yeah. yeah, where are they? Do you know? Are, I've, yes. I've never, and it's totally Wait, fine. Do yeah, not know this off, Google. but I don't oh think gosh, I've ever heard of that. This is one we haven't been to the, yet. No, they're brand, really? they're, so they're brand new to our market. That's I mean, obviously, they're out of St. Louis. Uh, yeah. MO, <laughs> obviously. And I forget what MO is, so it's fine. Miss, are you serious? Yeah, I'm terrible at this. I have dumb dumb moments too. Just think of the city, <laughs> and then where is that city? Well, like Kansas City has the St. Louis. Kansas City's There's confusing. Kansas City. You can't live your life by Kansas City, though. You have to think of that as the outlier. Yeah. Well, I'm bad at geography. Right, right, here. I wonder about Let's that. Let's uh, change subjects. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, Nazdravi. 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 No, 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 Say that one more time. Nazdravi. Nazdravi. That's the mm-hmm. cheers or the prost. I just pictured Nas driving a car. You guys are going to get a ton of Czech listeners being like, they botched everything. It's like, yeah, all two of them will be we so mad. We have one listener in you what, Germany, yeah. right? So I think we're good. Do not stream this to Czech Republic. <laughs> 
This is damn it. It's already done. Delightful. I like this nice. way more than I thought I was going to. Nothing I would dislike it, but like it, Amber's a hit or miss for me, to be honest with sure. you. And I don't know why. I don't know why, but holy shit, is that delicious? So we're oh actually um, kind of saving this up and stockpiling it. We're going to do a, um, wow. a lager special um, in June. Yes. Uh, you know, the date's <laughs> on June 18th through the 21st, uh, or 17th through the 21st. We are ending it on summer solstice. Wow. Okay. Uh, our, our general manager, Jason, um, he, he approached us and said, hey, we want to do a lager event. And we're like, okay. And he goes, but I want all styles of lagers. I don't want just light, easy drinking, crispy boys. I want dark lagers. I want amber wow. lagers. I want, so this is our, uh, the best one that we could, and that, and that was our job over the next, uh, over the last few weeks and in the next few weeks is to find that wide range of, you know, so we got my box, we have Baltic quarters, we have, uh, you know, just every style, but they're all lager. Uh, then oh, we have yeah, some man. other fun stuff that's not a lager but just kind of fits with the vibe um, I love that he pitched it and you guys were like yes yeah, like, let's do this yeah so we went out and bought a you know bought a lucre handle and we're uh, we're training on learning we're going to train all of our staff to, to pour you know, do the side pull that's, that's awesome so badass. Do that properly and so we're just we bought new nerds. glassware for it yeah, we're, we're, buy, we're yeah. buying glassware yes. we're nerds we're nerds yes. we love it. that's what you gotta oh, that's do so man cool. that's dope and you know, some it's people like, call it passion. Some people call it nerdy shit. But. I call it C, call it all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something that's going to stick around. You know what you're yeah, investing into. Not it's not like it's going to be done tomorrow. You know, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, once we put the side pool on it, it hasn't moved. There's just always something on it. Yeah, like it doesn't go away now. It's so good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, like, I want to drink it. I'm proud of it. Yeah, and I love hearing people ask about it too. You know, it's definitely more of like a statement piece. It obviously yeah. looks far different than your normal tap handles and stuff. So people asking about it and giving them a little bit of a, you know, tidbit. And no, it's not gross that it's going in there. It's meant to <laughs> like, go into it's it. It's meant yeah. to go in there. That was the thing for a minute. But that, yeah. it was cool to explain, you know. Yeah, it's pretty wild when you go to a whole country and that's exclusively the only tap handle they have. And that's the only way they pour it. Really? <laughs> like all, really? It's crazy. Yeah. And then they can basically finagle the handle and certain ways you can get uh, like a milko which is like a yeah. all head or you can get a schnitt which is like half head half beer or you get you know what we I've yet to do a milko have you you probably have I have had you one actually had I got one up a dissolver and uh, oh, I cool. used it for the very intentional cool. reason of it without realizing that I was doing that uh, so like you said it's it's pretty much all head right mm-hmm. yeah. and it's so if you think about that from like a normal beer you think it's just going to make you burpy and gassy and weird but because yeah. of like the gaskets and the, and the side pull kind of aspect of things it just makes it like this weird dense milk kind I of thing I think of a froth I yeah. think like that I don't know just looking like at it that's exactly yeah exactly it's not the same froth or head that a normal beer has it's like this like it's almost like it's wet like, yeah. like the whole yeah. yep. you know the, the, the whole density of the head is like super wet you know it's hmm. it just creates a different mouthfeel but it creates a completely different beer so we'd go mm-hmm. um and we'd have and when you go to czech republic you'll go into a, let's say a brewery and they'll have one beer and they only it's only one style of beer and they'll pour it three different ways but all three different beers in it's different pours different. taste completely different yeah and so that's what's i don't know it's, it's super so fun, we're gonna try for beer. that 
in okay. June at the Cool and Crispy Logger event. Wish yeah. us luck, everybody. Cool and crispy. That sounds dope. And yes. into perpetuity. We're going to live here for those days. So It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Sorry, Wallet. <laughs> Sorry, Wallet. We apologize ahead of time. We'll move this table, put a little cot here. Right? Yeah, well, I have all these pillows. These fine pillows. Craft dead. <laughs> he probably has 20, 20 different hammock situations at home. Or I literally have a hammock in the car for whatever I feel like just stopping up somewhere. You do. I love, I yeah. love that. Yes. Hey, you never know. I also have like a little like a bug out tent and all that stuff too. Because you never know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought I'd hear the words "bug out tent" come from Chris's mouth. To be honest, no. Literally, I only have it just so I can go like enjoy nature, not because I'm like afraid of anybody specifically or anything. But (laughs) oh my god, that's pretty funny. So, So if you didn't have the business here. Mm. Where's one other place that you think you'd put it? <laughs> Not in the state. It can't be in the state. Oh, it can't be in the state outside. of Florida. It can't be in the state of Florida. Wanaka, New Zealand. Aww. Aww. That's the best <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, Do you agree, or would you put it somewhere else? At, yeah. Like Nashville? You know, Did you say Nashville or Asheville? Nashville. Um, I, we loved living in Bend, Oregon, and that's where we were right before this. And part of me was it just the price kind of drove you away, or what? You just well, I mean, we came home to do this. Yeah, it was an and opportunity thing reason. here, you know. Okay. And so now, why don't we go back there? Well, we, you know, we've got a good thing going here. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where my gut is, but we're looking at a lot well, of. Since, in, since we left, there's like four other food truck parks in Bend, Oregon now. I mean, a lot of new ones have popped up. Oregonian. Yeah. Um, but we spend a lot of time in, in uh, North Carolina when we're not here. That's an easy drive, too. Yeah. You know, we can hit, um, I don't know, Asheville, Charlotte, Char- yeah. uh, hit Charleston, you know, on oh, one yeah. way up. We can go to Greenville. So we, we kind of spend a lot of time What about there. Savannah? Do you guys like we Savannah? We like Savannah. I, I would. Love Savannah. If yeah. this was in Savannah, I'd never leave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I won't say where, but I mean... Last time we went out there, obviously like two tides, a couple yeah. of like Moonrise or something. Not uh, I forget which one. Moon, Moon River, River. yeah. Moon River, yeah. Uh, a couple of breweries. They were all great, and then there was like a bottle shop, and they did great. But you could tell it was like the first bottle shop of the town. And they, I don't even like, know where that is. I don't uh, even know which one. And they they're they're awesome. Um, but it was just one of those things where like you could tell it was the first one, and they kill it. They're great people, great product, all that kind of stuff. But, like, you know, with us having you guys, GB's Commission, all these different places around us, um, everyone's got their own vibe, their own atmosphere, yeah. those kind of things. And it was just, like, it was cool to see it, like, pop up. So I still feel like with Savannah specifically, there's a lot of room for growth there's for something so like that. so much room. There's, like, how many? Three breweries, four breweries yeah. or something like that, you know? And it just, it's crazy to think about. It's such a happening area, mm-hmm. but... That's going to be the spot. And I it's, think it's it a close drive from here. So yeah. I know a lot of people here are vacationing up there, which is yep. cool. Um, you know, speaking of two tides, we haven't been up there since they opened their little speakeasy. small... Downstairs. Oh my god! We I didn't went. Know they did that. What? Have you, you been there? Know, yes, we just okay, we went on their second day that they were open, and that was just shit and get. We did not intend for that to happen. But what's so cool about it is it's right downstairs from okay. their actual. So you don't have to go anywhere different. You go around the corner. You go in there, and there's it maybe holds like eight people. You know, it's oh, so wow. small, but they don't do any liquor. It's all high B, high ABV seltzers turned into cocktails they're fucking geniuses so they didn't have to pull any other licensing or anything they're just making and you would you would swear yes there it is the wheels are turning because you're stupid if you're a judge the cops the cops yes and continue i'm gonna go over here 
All, car- all, all the cards would love to carry the tactical main. Fing a right. <laughs> right. And what's so cool is that the but when you look in there, when you're in there, you feel like you're in a cocktail bar. You are not thinking you're drinking seltzers, but yeah. the, but what they're doing with like the gin barrels or the tequila that you're tasting on it, you swear to God, you're drinking a cocktail. They're garnishing it the same. Oh my god, that to me is one of the coolest fucking concepts I've seen in a hot it. minute. Just because it's. It's just do- seltzer, so you know. It's so smart and it's so cost effective. It's it so looks cheap. so good. But, but, <laughs> but the beauty of it is, how did you find that? Is you went and you traveled and you got out and yeah. you went out and about. Yeah. So that's what we try to do: is just like get out in it and go see what everybody else is doing. Yep. And, and you know, if we can implement something here in all the cart that you know. Yep resemble something cool that's happening or at least be ahead of the trend yeah that's because someone has to find them just because you're the first one to know about it or something just means you're the first one to know it could be quite the thing later on you know but so cool to go out there and just try to find the gems yeah i mean if you're out there complaining that you didn't get a case allocation try visiting the brewery (laughs) go say hi to them you might get it next time. Yeah. Go yeah. make a personal contact. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Shake a hand. <laughs> well, what's next for you guys as far as yeah. like, a la carte goes? Um, I've heard rumblings of a second location. <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, totally understand. Um, we're hopeful. We've got some good traction going. Um, we'll know more in the coming week or so. Mm-hmm. But oh, that soon, too? Uh, no way. You know, I don't want to jinx us anything, uh-huh. but we are working on growing the brand in multiple locations. Um, we love what we do here, yeah. and kind of speaking back to how we choose food trucks earlier, there's a lot of really great food vendors out there that we would like to work with, and um, we don't want to cost anybody their business here because we're bringing somebody new in, you know? So yeah. part of me just wants to keep growing it so that these just awesome so food truckers, like, get, you know, get a chance to, to showcase their food, too. And... Um, and the ones we work with here are always looking to try new concepts. So we're trying to grow this brand, um, but it is just Dustin and I for the yeah. most part, you know. Um, we're not some big developer. We're just we used to be teachers. <laughs> so yeah. we're doing our best to do something cool that brings the community together. <laughs> Beer teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I think Education. they call those like Cicerones or something. Cicerone. <laughs> I'm probably butchering the Czech pronunciation Cicerone. of Cicerone. <laughs> So we're trying to grow. And that being said, Dustin is an idea factory. This guy never stops. It's all I can do to keep up, you know? So besides this, he's got some really cool ideas that we're going to try to get going here the next year or so. Just hold it all together. (laughs) (laughs) Just wrangling cats. It is. is. You know, I used to be a ski instructor in Breckenridge years ago. And um, we taught the three to six year olds. And there's this story of. somebody who'd lost their job obviously there before before I came along and you'd start the ski day with like six or seven we'll call them five to six year olds <laughs> probably the older kids who are on the on the runs and they got to the bottom one day with one kid and the parents came up and said hey you know where's my kid yeah. like, what the heck we're at the bottom of a ski run and the ski instructor said famously listen ladies like trying to herd cats up there <laughs> and they had to go find these kids that were lost on the mountain <laughs> I love that story. Honestly, that, that term, you know, that saying, I feel like there's never been a place that fits better no. than trying to teach a bunch of little kids to fucking ski. Yeah. Could you imagine? You can oh only pizza so far before god. you just like go off into the woods. And the mountain, how big exactly. it is. Oh my god. What haven't you done? I This is going to be like out there, like one of the baddest bitches in the industry. You, oh, I sweet. swear to god. you. There's nothing you're you don't kind. do. What do you got? What do you got? You look well, like you're about well, to do something over there. Well, I'm going to open this. 
Look at him. Oh, oh like he's opened a was, can on mic before. That was a nice. Does that sound good? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll put some reverb on that shit. That was a nice. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like I don't want any. Nothing so what I just cracked her. open um, is another beer we're hoarding for an upcoming event. Uh, Thank so you. As we alluded to a little bit earlier, we're in our uh, May Day um, IPA showcase, month-long showcase. And uh, this is one of the beers I'm most excited about. Uh, so it's Cerebral out of Denver. Uh, did a collab with Great Notion out of Portland, Oregon. Uh, we spent a lot of time at Great Notion. Hmm. We go to Cerebral pretty much every time we go out to Colorado to go Is skiing. Great Notion as awesome as I think it is? They are <laughs> yeah. awesome. Is so it? actually, yeah. uh, so uh, the, the first story, uh, the, my first experience with Great Notion is um, I had our, our son in the back seat. He was in a car seat, maybe uh, eight months old, something yeah, like that. Under a year. And we went to a brewery in Portland. And they have, there's so many breweries in Portland that there's a deck of cards you can buy at a brewery that had a different brewery on every card. So there's 52 breweries. No shit. In, <laughs> and so we're like, oh, so we're, we like got the deck of cards and we're like flipping through. Like we've been to this one and this one, this oh one. Oh my God. Like, oh, and we haven't been to this one in a while. And one of them was called Mashtun. And so we're like, man, we went, we went to Mashtun a while back. We haven't, we haven't been out there. Their beers are really okay. Well, let's give them another shot. And so we're on, on the way towards towards our hotel, and we go to Mashtown, and I drop April off. Got the kid in the car. He's you know he's asleep. It's like right around dusk. So she runs in, and she comes out like probably 15 seconds later, and she's like, "Park the car, get the kid inside." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is what's not going a drill. Like, go, go, like, go, 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 And I'm like, "What?" And she goes, "They have." This is not a Portland thing. Like this is probably one. I mean, one. this is, this is six years six ago. years ago. Yes. Uh, six seven years ago, and uh, they had a full lineup of hazies, full lineup of uh, pastry sours, full lineup of uh, you know, all your uh, imperial styles, adjunct styles, and they just they had it. I go. I don't well, think it's mashed ton anymore. <laughs> it's not that. It wasn't mashed ton anymore, and it was Great Notion, so they had taken over. They've been open uh, only maybe two months. Yeah. Oh wow. So we were in there like we just. Just so happened to like get a deck of cards at another brewery, saw mashed up. Let's give it another try. Went there, they completely changed hands. Oh my god! Uh, and actually sat next to one of the owners uh, at the bar, and um, and I was like, man, this thing is going to take off. And no I just, shit. I screwed up by not investing everything that I had <laughs> right? into that brewery because now they think they probably have. Locations. Probably four or five locations. I mean, they got. I know they got one in Seattle. Seattle. Uh, right where, right where I used to hang out all what the time. What a dope ass origin story. Yeah. That's really to cool. See man. it without <laughs> even knowing like, you are. Wow. Yeah, but it was it was April. Like, get out of the car. <laughs> like, now. you're gonna want to park. Get the kid. <laughs> Let's go. Get him yeah. out of the car. And they had. And honestly, this is like this is the 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 thing that they had. They had like right when you walk in the door, right to the left of the old mash tun. Uh, they had a little kids play area and it's like we wow. you know and, and Caleb over the next uh, year and a half we just walked in he just he played and we just drank beers and hung out I mean the place is packed so we just would have beers in the lobby you know, let our kid, really? play with the dinosaur That's awesome, toy. man. So yeah. to your to your question, yes, it's as awesome as you think it is. And we <laughs> haven't even been to the Seattle location yet since <laughs> since they've opened it. We haven't been back. So oh my god, I can only I, imagine how great that is too. I'm so excited to be even looking at this can, let alone about to try it right now. Thank you so much for sharing. Can, can it be covered? Triple dry hop, double IPA. Hazy. So, 
for part of our May Day celebration, we are doing oh, a wow. um, complete tap takeover from Colorado breweries, and we're featuring Cerebral and Outer Range. And Damn. this will be in a Weldworks, yep. And that will be uh, one of the beers on draft, also in cans. You guys need to come in for this yeah. alone, Hands let alone down. everything yeah. else going on. Wow. Yes, yeah, so that one will be on uh, May 21st. Saturday, May 21st. Saturday, May 21st. And then the last Saturday, May 28th, will be Calusa. Hmm. Uh, this Saturday. Calusa. Uh, hmm. Never heard of huh. it. Who is that? Uh, Where hmm. are they? Oh, one of the best breweries in Florida. <laughs> they make beer. Yes. <laughs> and they make really, really good Dude, their stuff is dope. And their yeah. social media is kind of okay. <laughs> we so see you, Taylor. We see you, Taylor. So basically all of us are fanboying in different different Aspen, aspects yes. of the industry. All right, cool. Yep. Just double checking. Cats. Shout out to Domino's and insert the other cat's name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Well, it's a beer name. Bones and Domino. True. Oh, who came up with the Mayday? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> she said smugly. T-ball. Um, you know, we opened in November and in the spring of our very first year being open, we got our hands on some really killer, just really unexpected level IPAs. Um, they were leftover from um, Hunapu, Hunapu Day. Damn. And Dustin, you might have met him, my love over here. <laughs> His birthday is April 30th. And so anyway, we had these IPAs. I'm like, you know, we should really do something cool with these because this is above our pay grade. We didn't expect to get beers like this back then. What are then. we doing here? <laughs> and I go, we should like make an event for like your birthday. You know, or we should do something cool. And then we decided, you know what? May Day, May 1, we'll call them Dropping Hot Bombs. God, it's so fucking clever it hurts and um it really is yeah. so the very first year it was awesome it was it markets a lot better than april 30th yeah, yeah. <laughs> the day coupon dustin's expired. birthday <laughs> the end of q1 yeah <laughs> but um mayday dropping hot bombs what we decided to go with we had like a brute ipa on we had some really funky ipas no. um and then during covid it kind of lent itself to stretching the event out we just didn't want the idea of all everybody coming in at the exact same time. We were yeah. very nervous. And now it's become this whole month of just insane IPA tap takeovers, ah. spotlights, features, cans, and just we're really blessed by the breweries that have worked with us to send their beers to this event. Um, we're just really excited because we love IPAs around here. And really I mean, how can it thing. even get better than it is now? You have like the best names in the game consistently well, for this, especially for this event. Every year we think like, man, this is like as how good as we can it? get, yeah. and then the next really? year somehow you get a couple more that is like kind of even better. I mean, like so. this, I guess. So, I mean, doesn't it just keep blowing smoke again? No, <laughs> here we go. Smoke. Look, you get sent beer all the time. I try beers all the time. Yeah. That's like literally what I do for a living. So like the fact that you can come into a spot like this, and this isn't trying to sound like over sales or anything like that. You, you literally get things here you can't get anywhere else because yeah. of that relationship. 100%. So. You're going to have to spend a million dollars on Tavor or something to be able to get your And I tried. Done. And we, I and have usually, had to take Doug's app off his phone. I did after, too. And you. Both yeah. of these idiots. The first two shipments from oh Tavor were like 200 something dollars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. fucking delete it right now. <laughs> it's, it's awful. I can't it justify those expenses IP. anymore. Yes. <laughs> the, the, bad, the bad part is, is I mean, we, we carry a pretty sizable you know, and we're we're 
pretty maxed out the seams in our cat cooler right now. But I got to actually uh, God, see I it on Saturday. I've been there already. I it's, uh, pretty, it's one of those things we'll too. Give where, you like, a tour. We'll give you a tour. So like when he walks back there all the time, I always had this weird thing of just like, where's he going? What does he do? <laughs> right. And then he just pops out with some random can and be like, man, the organization must be like, must be pretty great. Right. They must have the like so curtain. much. Mis- they have to Dude, have it. They have so just organized. stacks on stacks of. St- oh, it's great. It's I, I can I can barely fit in there right now. I just stood by the door. I was like, I don't want to get in the way. But that's made it. We want to bring in everything, you know. Yeah, 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 we we get, the kegs. logo is perfect. The idea is perfect. Are sweet. Who Why was? is yeah. there a plane behind the bar? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so yeah, smart. Who came up with bumps. the uh, the design? Did you just give the idea to someone? Uh, that's a local designer. His name is Chris Ludwig, and uh, at the time he was oddly. Now he's rebranded to be Pool Boy. Pool Boy. Yeah. Oh. Um, and we kind of Dustin's really really creative like I've said before I'm not gonna lie he comes up with some great ideas but he lacks the technical ability to draw it all himself <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not the actual oh you can artist. draw fine <laughs> you can so um, you know he had this vision of dropping hot bombs and so here we go and that's why that's we have awesome. this plane this giant bomber plane dropping hot bombs I mean the second yeah. you see it you know exactly what it is you know especially yeah. with you guys it just goes perfect we're trying yeah so we do uh we this is our this is our biggest probably our biggest event of the year and then our next biggest one it is slowly becoming our biggest one is uh do a month-long sour festival oh yeah sooner around my birthday and we decided you know we should make it balanced so So. this year we're looking at uh some big tap takeovers maybe uh some really cool collabs yeah collabs coming from some pretty well-known smoothie sour Manufacturers. Speaking yeah, of collabs, you guys have a beer out there right now. I just tried. Did you try it? I did. What did you think? Yeah. I fucking loved it's like it. Coconutty, like right? no shit. This guy I wouldn't have brought it up one? if I didn't like it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, so one of my favorite hops, uh, Sabro hop, just love like the tropical coconut yeah. vibes that it just because it's unique, it doesn't taste like any other hop to mm-hmm. me. Um, and so the guys over at Arcane uh, was was chatting with with Joe and Dan over there, and um, how'd you get year, tight with them? Stalking, yeah. general yeah, yeah. stalking, yeah. yeah. We just don't leave until people become friends with us. There's a lot to be said about leering in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we have, uh, yeah. There's, there's definitely, um, yeah, you know, a lot of mutual love, you know, with those guys, and uh, they, they brewed um, um, Sabros uh, last year, uh, or Super Sabros. Super Sabros. So mm. this is volume two on Super Sabros. Uh, and this year, I, they just knocked it out of the park, and then just the first time, I guess the first time we've ever had an a la carte beer canned. Canned, yeah. 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 That's pretty first, dope, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw so the coffee ones before, but yeah. 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 I drink just a lot of coffee, yeah, so we got that one. Oh, yeah, so we have, yeah. We have, I've heard all about it. Coffee and lemon juice for you. Acid on acid on acid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? It's <laughs> so refreshing, though. It's like iced tea. We tried it the other morning. It's pretty dope. It's, it's, yeah, good. it's, it's good. good. Yeah, I do. But no, so the Arcane guys were really just wonderful people, and we love going over there and hanging out with them, and they were kind enough to do um, a label with us and whatnot. It's a really great beer. That's awesome. It looks super cool. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Wait, that's that's Mickey Mouse. That was Damn Mickey. It. Yeah. God, I don't know why that, that sound sends shivers up my yeah, spine. Yeah. I it's don't know why. That, I've never heard of like anyone besides moving to Orlando do the uh, Mickey Wait, thing. The Mickey thing gives you shivers. Uh, I fucking hate it. I don't know why. It grosses Listener, me Bree's out. about to throw up right now. It on grosses the, uh, me out. Especially he doesn't 
all the time. She's very specific about who she hates. It's, it's yeah. Mickey Mouse noises with people who can't tell the uh, state shortening things for zip codes. I <laughs> <laughs> so, had to throw myself under the bus. Very Game particular. Control, it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all day. You just hear him in the back of the house going like, you know, and it's like. I don't do it by myself in a room. <laughs> I'm not a psycho. <laughs> She's yes. called it into question. Nobody believes that. No one anymore. believes it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> You've met true. him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh my god, uh, that was fun. Cold IPAs and IPL. Oh, are we going into that? All Go right. ahead. And <laughs> time. All right. So we were talking the other day on Saturday. Cold IPAs. It's a cold IPL. Thoughts. I think it's a rebranded social media yes. IPL. Yes, 100%. So, and here's where, like, I was getting at with it was, like, I feel like, right? So, yeah, I'm going to use a couple different examples. Brewed IPAs, New England IPAs, and IPLs, right? I feel like social media made those styles far more popular uh, quicker than what everyone agreed the style guidelines were. So, like everyone and their mom was making what they thought it should be mm-hmm. and then everyone was making vastly different things. Obviously, New England stayed around because uh, they're pretty much just the standard IPA now um, and everyone kind of like geographically knows they're going to be a little bit different but at the same time everyone's kind of pre-agreed upon the fact that it's supposed to taste relatively like this, this, or this, right? Uh, <laughs> here, all good. Uh, but like IPLs, everyone was just making either like IPA recipes as lagers or they were making lagers that were double dry hopped or brewed IPAs were just basically like way too strong, like thin double IPAs because they didn't understand that it was going to ferment faster or like higher attenuation and stuff. Long story short, I feel like cold IPAs is like the one style that came out that had predetermined guidelines as it was growing, linearly speaking. Does that make sense? Have you ever seen a brewery make more than one? Uh, yes. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, That's a great question. I, all the breweries I've seen right now, it's like they did one their and one done. and they're, yeah. They tried it. You know? I've yeah, seen yeah. one or two locally that have made more than one. Um, and I think they have their place. But I mean, realistically speaking, what's the difference between that and like just kind of a assertive American Pilsner, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 assertive. Yeah. Assertive. Yeah. So, so that is, to, to bring it all kind of full circle, that's a style that... I'm really interested in like observing and uh, going to beer festivals and going and trying as many as I can to not only see what like my palate takes, but like see are breweries making them? Or are they continually making? Them? Are they making yeah. more of them? Are the, is it is yep. it something that looks like it's going to sustain, or is it just like a like oh we had this old recipe back in the day for an IPL that has just been collecting dust. Well, I heard somebody's calling it a cold IPA. Let's dust dust it off the dust the recipe book off and let's yes. fire one up. Um, but yeah, and, but I think that with anything, I think that and you can speak more to this that the brewers every day are getting smarter and smarter. And the and I am not. But the marketing, <laughs> the but marketing I, is weighing more in now yeah, to yeah. brewers too than before. You know, it, but I think brewers are also understanding how you know how yeast works you know with you know how, how it all just kind of goes together before like you know you threw it all in a batch you filtered it and you came out you know what I mean yep. meaning 20 years ago you put it all in you want more hops you threw more hops in you know what I mean you want more malt flavor you want more amber malt flavor you threw more amber malt in and you just filtered it clean all the time but now there's so much science behind it there's all these things 
you know, we can nerd out on it all day long, but there's entire companies that are dedicated on, I mean, even when you go up to Asheville and you go to um, White Labs mm-hmm. and they have one beer on four different yeah. E-strains and mm-hmm. you get to go and, you know, try them so all four different ones. Cool it's that like, they do that. that's unheard of. Like, yeah. that's unheard of. I mean, it's like, it's so, so I think that like brewers, even the home brewers are just getting better at what they're doing all the brewers are getting better at what they're doing and they're driving i mean they're they're driving the, the machine and it's it's kind of yeah. incredible and what crap brewers are making these days they're they're going up right down left center like they're going everywhere making really really killer stuff so it's it's not easy picking a draft list here but it's you know i'll but, be interested though to see if that style does um, have staying power, whether you call it an IPL or cold IPA or whatever, um, because I feel like right now, timing-wise, there's a melding, kind of a meeting of two very popular styles, which, as we see, people are drinking lagers and crispy boys, which you want whatnot. Again, obviously, IPAs are as popular as they've ever been, mm-hmm. but I think it might have more staying power than, say, like the black IPA did or the white IPA did or the brewed IPA did, because this is kind of hitting people right where they are right now in stride. Yeah, yeah. It, it crosses that bridge for totally. sure. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And you got you both actually kind of brought it up too. I think um, you brought Brewers up the fact. Are smart. Well, obviously, <laughs> I I know all my different state codes. Uh, so, <laughs> Calling them state codes. Yeah, I, I googled it. No big deal. Uh, no, but like with that being said too, I think it's a different game nowadays than it was twenty years ago, right? Yeah. So like I started in this industry probably what almost fifteen years ago. Uh, so along the same kind of lines to so where like the information source wasn't as readily available then whether you were a home brewer whether you were an actual production brewer whether you were in marketing or events or sales or whatever it was like now it, at that time it was very much like rising tides you know rise all ships kind of thing sure and it very much still industrial or like industry wise is that same way but some ships are just faster now because they're yeah. focusing on those little details. They're they're paying attention to like what you guys were talking about earlier. Like listen to those podcasts. Listen to what people want. Uh, they're doing things like trying to see like algorithms for social media and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and making sure that they like how do you outperform some other different companies and stuff. Or like you know, with us in the back of the house, like yeah, we could make this West Coast the same way for the next twenty years. But how do we get a little bit more useful out of it financially speaking? How do we, you know, uh, emphasize a little bit more hop as far as like a dry hop temperature goes? Like. I think the information source nowadays with the old uh, internet, yeah. if you will, uh, What's is that? A, <laughs> world, the World Wide Web. World Wide oh, Internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. But don't you think that... Or in German, the World Wide Web. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. I hate that. That was funny. Fucking hate that you did that. I love that. But don't you also kind of think that a little bit of like the age bracket of brewers is kind of playing a little bit sure. into it too? You yeah. know what I mean? I think that the age bracket and like the receptiveness to brewers is has a little bit to change with like you know the new styles and just being like i said just receptive to what's coming in from marketing or you know sales and stuff i do have a little preconceived notion that a little bit older of the brewers are kind of like i'm not i'm not doing you know and that they're not receptive to it so we all know those breweries around us and we do exactly but and i think that that has a lot to do with kind of how things are going too? Yeah, and I'll be a lot 100%. younger getting into it. You yeah. know, we have 22, 23 year old head brewers and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Who are also like their nose in social media and like understanding how everything works. You yeah. know, but it's really interesting because you're 100 percent on the money with that. 
But at the same time, I mean, we spoke earlier about how some styles are tried and true. And if they're good, then yeah, they, they stand the test of time. And it's you the know? Un- unspoken rule, like, don't mess with it then, yeah. really. Good, good beer know? will yeah. always be good beer. Like, if, it, <laughs> yeah. if the majority of people like it, they're going to drink it and it'll suck. Yep. Yeah. Period. So If you have a good quality product that's clean and... yeah. I mean, like, I know look old, how young, so. look how young woven is. You yep. know, they're still doing the checks and this and that, but they're understanding because they're still young and they're dabbling in the smoothies. Exactly. They're dabbling in these big, heavy, you know, and they're going to call something a cold IPA. Yeah. You know, it's it's just you know, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all saying the same thing, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're all on the same page. You're kind of young. You get it. I think we nailed it. I think we nailed it. Who was that to? Ouch. Who was that The one to? I'm looking You're at. kind of <laughs> young. We nailed cold IPA. Hello, it's only a few years. Now that they're all excited on traveling, where should they travel to this weekend? Where should they travel to this weekend? Ooh, ooh, I have an idea. What? Tell me all about it, man. I think they should come to a la carte. Because we have a civil society spotlight. All right. You, you, know the, you, know the, you know they make hazies. Civil so makes hazy IPAs? They make hazy IPAs. Are they yeah. good? <laughs> They're pretty good. Is it beer? Tell me more. Tell Are they named awesome after beer. pub subs? That one is awesome, by the way. Is I did it, not I know. I have had that one. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it. it's really good. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have 10, 10 of their hazy IPAs on draft uh, and two of their lagers. So, Ooh. we only have 15 lines. So let's take it up the majority of them. Damn. Um, and then the Wednesday after that, we'll have a little kind of mini 450 North spotlight. You know, 450 North. I know they're, they make smoothie sours really well. But okay, okay. And we'll have they one of those. Also make IPAs. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Honest to God, I, I mean, I guess I assume that maybe they did something else. But have you ever had anything I've that wasn't a sour? N- never had anything other than some sort of Would massively fruited. Sour and I've only thing. had a can like of hazy IPA yeah. next. Yeah. yeah. So what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll we can crack one up in uh, one of their hazies that we have. Um, but we also we're gonna have two of theirs uh, IPAs on drafts and amber. Can you believe they they make an amber? No what? shit. Yeah, blue blue meal. Is it in a can too? We'll have it on draft. So we'll have well, two I was IPAs. like I was like you you see their cans and yeah. like yeah. it's what actually like even a, do without a sour on it. It's like a slap bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll have uh, yeah. So then and then two of their signature smoothie sours. That's so cool. Uh, so we'll have five beers from them uh, the, the following Wednesday, and then. The 21st, we're going to have our Colorado Spotlight that we talked about. Hell yeah, um, man. Out of range, cerebral. We'll have some wellworks on there. And then the following Wednesday after that, the 25th, that'll be Magnanimous uh, over in Tampa Heights. Mm-hmm. They're doing, they make, they make good hazy stuff. Oh, great stuff. We've yeah, had their do. stuff on the show plenty of times, yeah. 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 And then, um, full spectrum too. And then to round they it all it. out, it's going to be those boys from Sarasota. Yeah, man. The Calusa. 28th. Dum dums. Hell yeah. Well, we uh, we can't thank you guys enough for having us over. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this again in uh, probably the end of Q1, I think. You know? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe your birthday if you have nothing planned. So. That's exactly right. Awesome, guys. Thank, we'll you so special, thank you so much. We'll do a special April Sourfest event. Maybe that's what we'll do. Yes. yes. Well, thanks for sharing all the goodies, too. Yeah. This was awesome. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Dead.